welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Seddon, and I'm joined by Jacob Furlow. It's my privilege to be here. Right. Uh, we've we've had a little time off, kind of kind of unplanned. We just could not get together, Jacob and I, to... It's uh, my fault. It's yeah. my fault. All right. I'll, 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 I'll own it. Um, so, but we are back. You know, we are not um, shutting this thing down. We're going to keep going. Uh, we should be back on a weekly basis after this release, although in a few weeks, there will be at least one week that we will not be together. Uh, due and to why is that, Brian? Summer vacations and things like and that. And who's going on vacation? Hopefully me, if this coronavirus okay. thing, you know. So you're basically saying that your family is more important than the podcast? Yes. That's not yeah. well. So, um, but we're back. If you remember, we want to jump into the news. We've not talked about news. The last three episodes we did were all about our top moments from, or actually our last six episodes, were all yeah. about our top moments from the OT and the prequels. Um, and a lot of news has passed. And, Lots. And I'm going to assume... If you're listening to this, you probably know a lot of the news already. Um, so, but we're going to talk about it. Yeah. And there might be a few new things since. Well, you know, here's here's what's funny. And going through, because, you know, this, this is what I do. I see something Star Wars and I, like, yeah. save it to, to read later. And then most of the time I don't actually get a chance to read it later. But I haven't, I haven't looked and then saved a lot of stuff. Probably in the last few weeks we're kind of in a silent, you know, a dead zone maybe a little bit. There just hasn't been a lot of new news revealed. Yeah. So for me, my end of the news, because, you know, again, this is a Star Wars rant podcast. There's a lot of things that's happened that we haven't talked about. A lot of my news is is old news yeah, in a old, way. Old news, yeah, I guess. We're still going to talk about it because we haven't talked about it yet. And obviously we're going to lead off with... Uh, the Mandalorian. But Good job. We have some other things we're going to talk about too, as well. I think High Republic. Maybe talk about some of the video games and and um, trying to jump into some of this. So, Mandalorian season two. Everybody knows it's coming back. Uh, the only thing right. we have to watch right now is the gallery. And um, is did that, you watch any of it? I've watched. I think four of them so far. Oh wow! See, I watched like the first half of the first one and thought it was phenomenal. I went through like the directors, so the portion half of the first one. Yeah, and I thought you it was were like phenomenal. telling me I need to watch it. That's because I watched the first <laughs> half of the first right. one and said, "Watch it, Brian, because it's that good." Yeah, so I've, I think I've seen four of them now. Um, How many are there? I know there's at least seven. I don't know if there's are, any more. Are they continuing to come? You're out? You're asking the wrong guy, buddy. I apologize. I know we haven't really dug into. But you are that. talking about. We're, yeah, but I'm just saying that topic. that is out there that you can watch. But what I'm talking about, it, it's all about the Mandalorian, right. and so. But we're talking about Mandalorian season two, which is coming back in October of this year. We right. don't have a a set date on that, um, but we do know that it is coming back. Um, and man, this year is flying by. Thank God. We are almost to July. Keep flying and stop being so crazy. Yeah. 2020. Um, but yeah, so um, October is when we will get that. Now, um, just going to go over the cast. I know you know we didn't really get to collaborate a lot on, on the things we brought to the table today, and so I'm probably going to say some of the things you are. Oh, I have fine. the exact same printout you have <laughs> okay, in your hand. <laughs> so here we go. <laughs> Excuse me. Here's our cast. Uh, returning is Pedro Pascal, obviously, as the Mandalorian, or Din Djarin, whichever you prefer. Uh, Gina Carano. I don't even know if I said that right. Gina uh, Carano. Okay, so maybe Carano. Uh, it's Cara Dune. She'll be back. Carl Weathers is Grief Cargo. will be back. Chubbs. Um, 
Uh, Giancarlo Esposito as nope. Moff Gideon. Juan Carlo Esposito. Which that's Juan G I A N. Jean. It's Jean. Jean. Okay. Well, he's going to be back as Moff Gideon with um, his dark saber. With his dark saber. Now, these other ones um, are our new people that are coming on board. And, Can I throw uh, out one more that I think I had that you might not have? Who's return? returning? Yoda. Baby no, Yoda. No, no, no. Uh, Bill Burr. Mayfield. I just saw a headline today that he's not. Another? Oh, this is, let's <laughs> so, see. I when, don't know if it's When is my not. news from? My news is from uh, June 26th. That's not bad. That's today. Okay. Oh, no, that's when it was printed. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> it was in June. Another returning character in season two is Mayfield. Bill Burr, who we liked. He's from the Prisoner episode that I liked, you didn't like, because of your lack of vision in the Star Wars universe. A human and one of the mercenaries Mando works with on a mission to intercept a prison transfer in episode six, Mayfield betrays... Okay, we know Mayfield's It works better when you talk into the microphone. Mayfield (laughs) would be back for uh, season two, possibly. I don't think he is. I think I saw a headline today saying that he's not. That's a stinker. I thought he was a great character. Yeah, he's all right. I don't know how you really bring him back. I felt like that. Well, they're still alive, and if he's a likable character, yeah. they'll find a way. I'm sure it's not that hard to rewrite him back in there. All right, so the the big ones here. Um, I'll st- I'll start with the. You know, I'll start with the big ones because um, because I do want to jump into one character that I think is interesting. But uh, um, do you want to do this so so you have something to to add to this? Do you want to if we had the same list? No, no. Go for it. You, you, you're you're on point. I'll allow it. All right. Whenever, when inevitably you say something inaccurate, I'll jump in and correct you. Tamir Morrison's <laughs> coming back. Um, Who is that? <laughs> Who is that? Is that why you wanted me to do it for the name pronunciation? <laughs> I, I with names. He's the uh, he's the the uh, our clone. Uh, he's Django Fat. Oh, you're right. You're right. Right. Yeah. And so he's coming back as uh, Boba Fett. Right. That's and, not uh, how you say his name. No, I think it is. No. Yeah, tempura. <laughs> That's a dish. No, I said it right. Tamira. That's a way to fry Tamir things. Tamir Morrison. Maybe. He was an Aquaman. Do you remember that? Yeah. We talked about this on the podcast before. He was uh, Aquaman's dad. Biological dad. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Uh, riveting so far. Let's anyway, continue. so coming back as Boba Fett, I mean, we're just going like, to not confirmed? say anything about that. I mean, it says rumored on this, does, um, and this article was as of. It, it seems like, if I may, was as of uh, yesterday, which was the twenty fifth, as of when we're recording this. Okay, that's great. I mean, we talked about this before on the podcast. It's so. We don't know anything right So everybody's yet, right? saying but now it's, that the, it's likely that the character yeah. that we see at the end of the Tatooine episode, um, chapter five, I think. I don't remember the numbers. Um, which was a great episode. At the end of that one, the 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 character that kind of jangles and you hear the yeah. spurs, like you what you hear with Boba that walks up to um, the Asian. Yes. I can't say that. I don't anymore, remember I don't her think. her name either. Um, Ming Na Wen is the is the actress's name. Yeah. I can't remember the character's name. So we think that's Boba Fett. We think I, that none of that's been well, confirmed, that's and we think that thinks. that uh, you know. And I I got some info on that. And um, well, here's the thing. Look, do we want possible spoilers? Are we okay with that? I mean, it's not like huge spoilers. Considering like, the fact that we've done so many spoilers, and I'm doing air quotes okay. right now. 
and then we actually watch the show and or movie and we could okay. not be farther from the truth. I think we're okay. <laughs> well, with let me some let's do this. Let's there. get to the rest of the characters, and then and then I'm gonna we're gonna circle back to Boba Fett because okay. one of these tie I don't in, have a lot. I believe one of these tie in, and so um, oh okay. So cool. Rosario uh, Rosario Dawson oh, for Sokatano. Right. Um, can, can we pause on that one for yeah. a minute? Because again, uh, you know I'm not a gigantic Rosario Dawson fan. I think she's a fine actress. I haven't. Yeah, that's right, actress. I, I think that because the, the whole gender thing, they're all actors now. Is that a th- That's a thing, I believe. Like, female, females are actors. Males are actors. Like the mailman? Wait, what? Like the mailman. I call all male people mailman. Oh, yeah, something like, like that. So Rosa, Rosario Dawson, Sally Field, what's the gal that wins all the Academy Awards? Meryl Streep. They're actors. They're not actresses. I've never heard that in my life. I think it's a real thing. I don't think that is. I'm, I'm, maybe I'm just more in tune to the sensitivity of the left that than That they want to be are. called by a male name? No, I mean, you don't call Meryl Bob, but no, she's I mean, an actor. I, as yeah. for their profession, they yes, prefer they're the actors. Male, I'm the pretty male sure the I'm pretty sure the Academy Awards now instead of saying best lead actress, they say best female actor. I don't think that's right. I I'm almost positive I'm right. Do you watch the award shows? Not anymore. Oscar's so white. <laughs> <laughs> nope, Jacob. <laughs> Jacob Furlow, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy, it's and we're done. All right, so uh, all right, and Ahsoka. then uh, so she's coming as Ahsoka, and everybody knows that they made big news, yeah, big and, news. and we talked about that a but little she, bit. Anyway, I brought but, this all up, but she fits it perfectly. She looks to me, she does look like Ahsoka. When you think about Ahsoka in this uh, time period, like Gamora, Gamora from. Guardians of the Galaxy. Two completely different people. She looks like her though, but it's two completely. I different know. People. It's, I don't know the other. The other lady is she's like Colombian or something. Um, she? I don't know what she is, but I, I guess I don't see them looking that similar. We are so <laughs> getting off tracks here, <laughs> but no, I think when I when I think of Ahsoka, and then like I never thought of Rosario Dawson should play Ahsoka, but when it was announced, I was like. Boom. Nice job casting people. She's about the right age that Ahsoka would be. Kind of the the larger set eyes, if you would, you know. Uh, skin tone, dare I say, skin tone is, is very close to what Ahsoka's is. Um, kind of the same build, you know, a more taller gal. So, uh, taller person. Uh, Ahsoka doesn't me as being tall. Well, we also haven't ever seen her like in her twenties, you know. Uh, well, no, I guess in Rebels, yeah. yeah. Um, see, in Rebels, to me, I noticed a. a she seemed taller in Rebels. Yeah, so I noticed she grew a difference. Up a little yeah, bit. for sure. Yeah. So again, I'm just saying from a casting standpoint, I think I think they did a good job with that. Right. If this actually comes to fruition, and, and the rumors are true. All right, Katie Sackoff uh, as Bo Katan. Um, Bo-Katan's in this? Yeah. Confirmed? It says rumored. Oh, jeebus. But I, I think it's confirmed. Okay. Um, hey, they are bringing in some Clone Wars characters in this Michael thing. B. Michael Bean. Yeah, Terminator. Uh, yeah, yep. so he was uh, Reese in Terminator. Um, and he was, was he Hicks and Aliens or something? Or. I don't well, know. now I'm trying to figure out who Michael Bean is. 
Is Michael? I just told you he's Reese and Terminator. May or not have been. Yeah, there's Hicks there's a handful of male characters in Terminator. So I'm trying to figure out which one Michael. What do you Bean mean, is. Reese? How do you not know who Reese okay. is? Okay, that's, 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 that's what I thought. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. Dad. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I just wanted to make sure I was right. Sorry, Brian. Who else is a male character? In Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger? The Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and you have Reese. There could be secondary characters. Those are the only two main characters, and I said Reese was one of them. He was Reese. Oh, I didn't hear you say he was Reese. I said it like five times. Okay. Okay. Um, all right, so here's the one I wanted to dig into, okay? Oh, dig in, okay. Timothy Oliphant. Okay. Yeah. As Cobb Vanth. Have you ever heard of Cobb Vanth? No clue. No clue. Did he used to go by the character DJ? Oh, no, we're before all that. Yeah. Sorry. Come on, man. I'm with you. All right, so Cobb Vanth. So I was like, who's Cobb Vanth? You have a printout on Cobb Vanth? Dude, he exists already. This is not a new character. It is new to... Film? Film. Okay. Or live action. That's cool. Uh, You know what? Here's the thing. They just keep rehashing it. Uh, you you have to t- at some point, okay. Here's the rabbit hole. At some point, you have to take a little bit of credit away from the writers of the new stuff because they are really, in a way, delving into the not. The, it's not called the expanded universe anymore. What's it called? The legends. The legend stuff. Like, okay, you guys are creators, right? Y'all are the intelligent folks that are going to create new stuff. You're basically just going back and grabbing nuggets that you like from the stuff that you said, this isn't Star Wars anymore. Well, Cobb Vanth doesn't come from Legends. He okay, so he's the, canon. He comes right. from the new canon. My, my, while while <laughs> my so, position doesn't stand that much yeah. in this point, it stands right. in general. So I'll continue. We have, if you read the the books, then you you might know of Cobb Vanth. And Is so he in? He's in the Aftermath books. Oh, I'm getting to there. Life, Dead, and Empire's End. Oh, cool. So I, okay, this cool. might be spoilers Very if excited. you've not read that. Oh, but I have I'm, not read that. Just so. a little bit on Cobb Vanth. <laughs> as you continue. Well, because it's interesting because there's some Boba Fett tie-in. Oh. And so we might this might kind of lead somewhere to where we're going with some of the main. There's some Boba Fett stuff in yeah. the Aftermath books? So Cobb Vanth, uh, he's a human male that lived around the time of the Battle of Endor, right? Mm-hmm. And so this mm-hmm. would kind of make sense. Once a slave, he rose to become a sheriff of Freetown on the planet of Tatooine after acquiring a set of armor from... Oh, okay. Uh, a set of Mandalorian, ar- uh, Mandalorian armor from the Jawas. I've heard this story before. The following year, Vanth enlisted the services of Jabba's former animal trainer. This is interesting, too. Uh, Maleki, in raising a young hut named Borgo. Months later, Freetown was later attacked by the Red Key Raiders, but Cobb managed to enlist the Tusken Raiders' help in driving the criminals away. So um, so a few things. I'm not going to read this whole thing. You guys can, can look him up. But one of the things that are interesting is... is Cobb Vanth in the Aftermath books gets uh, gets the Mandalorian armor mm-hmm. from from the Jawas. Okay. Um, and and there's a little more to the story than that, but I, I won't go to that. But but that's kind of the the base there. But the the other thing that I thought was interesting, and then I'm going to jump oh. into the Boba Fett tie-in. But um, so that that character I talked about, um, Jabba's former animal trainer. Meliki, Melikili, it's Melikili, I think. Right. Um, Kalisha Scrump. Do you know who that is? No. This will tell you. When Cobb, 
and this is what I thought it was when I read that, but this just tells you. When Cobb recognized uh, Malakili... It's Mal- not the dude with the with the uh, animal trainer. Malakili claimed that he was uh, no one since he was still mourning the death of yes! his Rancor. Yes! I should have put that together. The animal Rancor trainer. has a name. Patissa. Uh, he was now, I know the, some of the story. Mourning the death of his Rancor, Patissa, at the hands of Luke Skywalker. Okay. And so basically they team up and uh, he has him help him train some other animals. Um, but kind of interesting. That I, is very interesting. I, I don't know. I, I told you there was some fan-made film I'd seen. I don't know if it was on the podcast. I think or so. I think, I think that's why I have some of this um, knowledge. Yeah, but well, it was just fan-made. It was no, yeah, it meant right. nothing. But, um, so so the writer a, stole from the fan. A little bit of a... No, no. <laughs> but I mean a little bit of a, a, a story there. Yeah, with, no, that's what, interesting. A little more... So you got to wonder if, yeah. if the... What's the guy's uh, name? Fruff. Not the animal trainer guy, the guy Man? that the get yeah yeah yeah. So, so let me gets, let me read oh, some you of have these. More. Some of the this should be exciting. Possible. Let me adjust myself to the edge of my seat. The possible spoiler maybe. All right, Timothy Oliphant. Oliphant. Uh, if you don't know who he is, he's famous for his roles in Deadwood. He's in a lot of stuff and Justified. He's also in The Office. Is he? Yeah, he That's was. Who? He played Danny Cordray. I don't remember. And about maybe four or five episodes all not connected, I believe, in the final season of The Office. Season nine, I think. Maybe season eight. Yeah. He's, he's in stuff. And he's in that, oh yeah, the Western, Deadwood. Yeah. yeah. So according to a report by Slash Film, Oliphant will wear Boba Fett's armor in the second season. But he'll actually be playing a Star Wars character called Cobb Vanth. See, that seems very detailed. The book suggests that he was wearing Fett's armor. Now, this is back to the book uh, Aftermath. The book suggests he was wearing Fett's armor, and surely this sets him up for an encounter with the bounty hunter himself. So, a little bit of a possible spoiler possible there. Possible spoiler. I think, we're, you, I think we're tying it together. That you have Boba Fett maybe looking for his armor. Right. Maybe Mandalorian somehow comes Likely across. Likely we're going to see some type of a... Uh, uh, altercation with these two people. Yeah. Um, if you have, uh, what's his name, who played the original Django Fett in the movies, rumored, right, to be back. And then you have Oliphant, rumored to be wearing his armor, Boba Fett's armor. Likely, we're going to see some type of uh, episode surrounding Boba Fett getting his armor back. Well, and we know there's going to be a Boba Fett show, right? That's all been confirmed. Yeah. Why do you, why do you look like that? Because I have no knowledge of this. The shows are Boba Fett, uh, Kenobi, Ahsoka Tano, Cassian Andor. Maybe there isn't going to be a Boba Fett show. I, I back that off. I, I don't no, even I know about an Ahsoka one. Ahsoka I know Tano. Cassian Andor and Obi Wan. No, I don't I know of anything they're... else. Well, let me let me let me jump to this. What in the helm are you talking about? Oh, okay. So Dave Filoni rumored to oversee Star Wars live action connected universe on Disney Plus. A new report from LRM Online says Dave Filoni is being tapped to oversee a connected universe of Star Wars series with a central storyline, and this would begin with Mandalorian season two. The Mandalorian was a massive success. The streamers already wrapped production on the highly anticipated second season. Uh, with a third already in early development. Um, 
So it says, reportedly, the connected universe will be comprised of multiple series, including the Mandalorian, a live-action Ahsoka Tano series. This is rumors. Okay. Um, a live-action I mean, Boba Fett series, a live-action Ezra Bridger, Ezra Bridger oh, uh, Admiral Thrawn series, and an unnamed series. And all of this is supposed to be Disney Plus? Yeah. They're going to saturate the market again if they do all this. Well, yeah, it would be great. But I, I think what they It would be great for Star Wars fans. Yeah, but I think what they're... If you kind of read what, what they're looking to do then is to... You had the Marvel set up with the Marvel universe, the oh, cinematic they're try to universe. Do the same I think thing. they're going to do that in Disney Plus with these Star Wars shows. Now I don't know how you, you know you can't really tie in Cassie and Andor because that's you know he's gone uh, when all this stuff's going on. But all the others you could do. I mean that would be phenomenal. It would be, but they had their opportunity on the big screen, and they they. For uh, I'm not going to say. To tie things together well, to no, make a complete in, this story. This is tying in these other characters. Okay, but did they tie up the characters the in episode saga. seven, eight, and nine, or did they do a poor job mm-hmm. of tying things together? Did they do a poor job of? No, but this is giving. This is building more of a universe and a background. No, I understand okay that, but my my point is, I I don't have a lot of faith. I guess that they're going to be able to do this well to the to the extent that well, based Marvel, off of what you saw in Mandalorian you don't no no I, don't I think, think Marvel so. I think that was good you get and you but got I John think if Favreau. you start if you start bringing all these other pieces yeah, into but it but you got John Favreau doing it is he going to be involved in all of these? And you got is Dave, Dave Filoni going to be involved yes. in all of these? You got Dave, I just said Dave Filoni. Dave in Filoni, everything you just mentioned, rumored to oversee Star Wars live action connected universe. And keep in mind, they were not John. Favreau and, and Filoni had nothing to do with the Star Wars movies. No, I understand. You I know, understand. The, the ones that came out. So, um, so yeah, I, I got faith. It, it's a rumor, but I, it makes right. sense. When you think about it, it makes sense. I, it seems like a lot. It seems like a lot. Do you prefer their not, them not to be overly connected? Is I, that what you're I, saying? No, or? I prefer them to be connected. There needs to be some connectivity. There needs to be some tissue that connects it all together so we can kind of point from A to B the concern is you just read off a handful of things, and it's like, okay, we had Mandalorian season one, that was good. We haven't had anything else. Like, let's kind of let's take some baby steps here before we oversaturate, spread it too thin, and make it so convoluted that it's difficult to follow in a way. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Thanks. You didn't listen to a dang <laughs> word I, I said. I did hear you. I heard you. I hear you, and the whole world hears you. No, the whole world doesn't hear me. Chad hears me, and maybe <laughs> Phil, and five or six other people. Um, do you want? Should I read some of these little? Uh, I mean, I'd rather you not. Rumor things. I'd They're interesting. Not. Would you not? You don't want any of it. I said I'd rather not, but you're gonna force it down my throat. So shove it, shove it on in. I mean, we don't. Brian. We don't have to. No, no. Pick out no, the good that's ones. That's fine. That's fine. Let's let's move on. Um, do, can I just, I'll finish up with what I have. Okay. Because, well, how about you save yours and then I'll get some scr- I'll Well, get some... It, it, it goes right into this. I don't think you have this. It's, it's every director working on the shows for season two. Do you have a list of the directors? I did. We did this before. No, but this yes, is, we, no, we didn't. We, we did, did not do we this. We did. We, I promise we did. We, you know, I'm trying really hard with you right now. Well, you're, you're not trying hard <laughs> enough right. because I did so, this. I don't think we did. I promise we did. Okay. So who are they? 
I don't remember, okay. but I Bryce read off the Dallas names. Howard will be uh, back. Yeah. What what episode was she? Was it your least favorite episode or your favorite episode that she directed? Uh, she did the Sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, I did not really enjoy that one. Feeling good about yourself now? Feeling good that? about Mandalorian Season 2? Oh, Glad they on. brought her back. All right. Um, then you have John Favreau is going to do another one. Good, good. Um, Carl Weathers. Yeah. Is going to do. We Stealing did not. That's how I know we didn't. We didn't talk about that. Yeah, I didn't bring up Carl Weathers. So Carl Weathers is going to do one. Um, who is Grief Cargo? For those who don't know who Carl Weathers right. is, Chubbs. Yeah, uh, Robert Rodriguez. Really? Uh, so this is not real news. I'm afraid. It is real news. Are you sure? Why I mean, would Robert Rodriguez direct <laughs> oh, an episode of The Mandalorian? Right, so let me just can I let me read this. Rod, it is raining. It is I don't know. Pouring. I don't know if the microphone's picking this up, but it is. It is. It raining. is a torrential downpour. Uh, Rodriguez is a friend of Favreau's. That makes sense, but they made cauliflower pizza together on the Chef Show. I think Rodriguez is he the one that directed uh, uh, the weird like the cowboy angel battle angel or something like that. He's done some of those weird, like, super kind of gory action, almost slash sci-fi. I think it's sci-fi. that. I think it's, it's uh, the, what his biggest one was the battle, what is it, battle lane? This is the girl that's, like, half, like, cyborg yeah, 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 stuff yeah, yeah. or whatever. Yep, yeah, yep, 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 he, yep. He's, he's done two or three it. more like that. I've seen parts of it. Yeah. Um, but people love it. It's vi- visually, his movies are very, very good. Well, it says, and hiring Rodriguez to direct uh, makes sense, given his aptitude in both the science fiction and western genres. Very good, uh... Jacob, the Thank risky you. director does not always make hits. Oh, yet it wouldn't be surprising if he knocks it out of the park. Right. Peyton Reed, um, do you know who Peyton Reed is? Never heard so of him. So both Peyton Reed and Favreau are MCU director alumni for two Ant Mans and two Iron Mans, respectively. Reed has always favored comedy in his work, but also showcased that he can infuse a oh, style great. of humor into big bucket superhero movies. So, I did like. The Ant-Man movies, though I did too. I liked all the Marvel movies, but it's 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 different. So okay, um, man, it is it is really pouring. It is pouring. Um, all right, so Deborah Chow and uh, Taiki Wadi. Um, Taiki Wadi. They have not been confirmed to be working on the it's, second it's season. It's unlikely right we're well, going to see Deborah is then. doing. Deborah's doing Obi Wan, and yeah. Taiki's doing whatever he just won an Academy Award for. He's a cool dude. If you he watch is the, very cool. If you watch the cal- the uh, gallery stuff, um, yeah. you know he's he um, he intrigued me the most in the half hour of the first episode I watched. He intrigued me the most with his portion of. Of what he did, yeah. you know what I mean? Like his explaining his thought process through his episodes, he intrigued me the most. So, dusk till dawn, Sin City, Alita, Battle Angel Alita, is what you were Battle thinking Angel, of. Yeah. Um, from dusk till dawn, um, yeah, Machetta, Machetti. Never saw it. Yeah. So some pretty pretty graphic action type stuff that Robert Rodriguez has done before to bring up. That weather is, that rain is, it's, we, it's we getting us. Rain, it's getting us. Yeah. We do, but we don't need it in this hardcore of a fashion. So I was going to go through, Brian, one thing that you've been hesitant to talk about. It's and, and raining men. Hallelujah. It's raining men. So I was going to go through one thing, Brian, that you've been hesitant to talk about, and that is the new yeah. Star Wars universe that is has been 
is being created as we speak. You don't have to make that face like you don't care. We're going back. You're right. We're going back. Okay? You with me? We're going we're back. Going, yes. How many years back? That's a great question, Brian. Star Wars, the High Republic. I think it's like 200 years. For a thousand generations. Oh, Lord. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. Before I you go into even, this. That was a portion <laughs> well, of the like, like, <laughs> Here's my thing. Is that it's, it's, it's going to be books. Yes, it is. It's going to be books, but it's still a storyline. Read books. You want me to tell you what I've been doing? It counts. counts. I've been reading um, the Bible. eh, I have been really reading. um, You should. What? You you want to climb down off your high horse right now? Been really into Joseph and Moses lately. Go ahead. Continue. Thanks. I've been really into Luke Skywalker right after. the destruction of the first Death Star, where he's learning to really engage in the Force and kind of going on different missions. Lee moves the noodle. Yes, that's yeah. correct. I'm still on that book. About seven months still that's on that book. Great, great writing. We're we're gonna have him move the noodle. In I mean, the bowl. come on. Like you don't what? have to. You don't have to put the Chad this spin on it where it's like negative. He found something no, that he concentrated on. Chad likes it very much. But you're making fun of it. He moved the noodle out of the bowl. It's pretty impressive. He, you're the you are. It's dripping of sarcasm. Just saying. I mean, it makes sense though. Anakin floated the pear or whatever over to Padme. That was like the first time he used the force, though. I know. But I'm just saying. There's like a food thing here happening. All right. Um, for <laughs> over a thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice. Obi Wan Kenobi's words in Star Wars: A New Hope have stayed with fans for years, inspiring questions, images, and wonder. What were and the it, Jedi like at their best? And George Lucas did the prequels. No. What were the Jedi like at their best? Were they at their best in the prequels? Or now, were they already ask, that's a jaded? Good question. Hang on, let me just pause right there. Before we knew anything about High Republic and all that stuff, did you think going into the prequels like this was the height of... I've probably said it before, but it was like it was probably the height of the, the Jedi. No, blah, but blah. I did... I, I Yes, at the time that we knew it was. Right. It but but, like but it, so, you, you don't have so to, to think that far outside the box to realize what Yoda said to Luke in Return of the Jedi for a thousand years have I trained Jedi or what is he saying 900 years 800 years well he wasn't a thousand years old when he died okay so for for 800 years 872 years he said have I trained Jedi and just you know like you've got to stop I'm doing my best here to get along with you and you're the one who's rocking the boat and making things uncomfortable for me and and, and our listeners (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, so the, the the point is is that Yoda in that movie created this this time frame that we know nothing about. So it's it's tough to say. Yep, yep, yep. Eighty years before that, not even forty years before that, it was at their height. You know. Are you with me? Or did I'm I with lose you. you? Okay. I guess they never really come out and say when the height of it was. They just say for a thousand years the. 
Jedi have been the peace guardians, whatever. In Star Wars The High Republic, Lucasfilm's upcoming multi-platform epic, We Will Find Out, Brian. Readers will see a very wide variety of Jedi in this area. This is a hopeful, optimistic time when the Jedi are good and noble. And we and when we want to reflect that in their character while still giving them enough depth and dimension so that their individual personalities and idiosyncrasies shine through. The Jedi Knights of the High Republic are both aspirational and inspirational. In short, they're the good guys. How's that? No, I'm not done. I'm oh. going to introduce you to the characters, you oh. jerk. Okay, uh, meet the Jedi Knights. Guess who the first one is, Brian? It's a lady. Oh, come on. Of course it's a lady. <laughs> Avar Chris. Avar is the brightest, most, no most noble example of Jedihood. She always tries to see the good in people and situations and never puts herself first. She is invigorated about life on the frontier and the challenges it brings and is an inspiration for those who work with her. She is compassionate, not dogmatic, Brian, and always ready to sacrifice herself over others. Avar Chris is the best of the best. What do you think about Avar Chris? Sounds awesome. Okay. Next, we have... Loden Great Storm. Loden is a Twi'lek Jedi Master. Do you know what? Can you name another Twi'lek? Any Twi'lek, Brian. Any Twi'lek. <laughs> Just yeah, sure. Hera. Very good. Loden is a Twi'lek. That's the only one I could have named. There, we see him all the time, but I can't think of any of their names. There was the in the Mandalorian. There was the brother and sister. There yeah, were I don't. I don't remember uh, her, uh, her name. Well, you got Bib Fortuna. Was he a Twi'lek? Yeah. He looked different. Uh, Loden is a Twi'lek Jedi Master and considered to be one of the best teachers in the Jedi Order. Strong and wise with a good sense of humor. Cool. Loden looks at every moment as a learning experience, always trying to better himself and those around him, especially his Padawans. Up, 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 up. Wait for it. Kivi Trennis. Kivi is a young firebrand Jedi, believed to have a great Kivi Trennis. Again, we're talking about the Jedi's what, here. What just happened? You said believed to have a great, and then you're like Kivi Trennis. Well, I feel I felt I felt like I was glossed over the name, so I'd, I'd mention it again. So just Kivi Trennis <laughs> is a young firebrand Jedi believed to have a great future ahead of her. Yeah. Why are you emphasizing the uh, gender? It has a point. Okay. If only she Same. would believe it herself. Quick-witted and more impulsive than she should be, Kiwi has only been a Jedi Knight for a few weeks, Brian. Just a few weeks. And is a little star-trucked around Avar. That was the chick we first mentioned. So Avar's like the leader. It Apparently. Like. Of course she is, Brian. She's the leader. Knowing many of the great things Chris has done in the past, <laughs> she is determined to prove, her, prove herself to Avar. Uh, and the other legendary Jedi stationed on Starlight Beacon. I don't know what that is, but first, she must learn to trust in herself as she trusts the Force. So Starlight Beacon, I think, can I just... Oh, I'd love I've read a little bit in. about some of this before you get to the next guy. Hey, really? Because you have, you have not... diarrhea pooed on everything <laughs> that I have tried to mention about the High Republic for two months now. So, I try uh, to bring it up because it's a new Star Wars thing, and you just rain poo. So there's not on all of it. So like you know when you're watching the OT and and movies further out, there's uh, 
hyperspace lanes and it's kind of clearly defined right, right, of where right. things are and everything's mapped out basically yep, like yep, the galaxy's yep. mapped out right except for like you have the unknown region right, right? but other than that but even even not to interrupt you the book that i'm reading currently that we just yeah. talked about or star Wars, you move the noodle uh <laughs> they talk about like hyperspace lanes that yeah. aren't as predominantly known you okay. know, and charter, chaptering or chartering new hyperspace lanes, even in that book. Yeah, well, so I guess in this time, there it's not mapped out. Other than, like, certain areas, like around Coruscant is, because that's still, like, the, you know, the main place. Um, but, like, even, like, Tatooine and areas like that are not as mapped out. And so they have these, I think they have these things, like these beacons that kind of serve as... Um, uh, guides, I guess, is if you're, you know, as you're traveling through the galaxy to kind of help you find your way because not everything's mapped out. Right. And so I think if I remember right, and that's what that one of those, that starlight beacon, it's something like that. Where did you hear about that? The internets. Oh, man. Yeah. Gosh, the internet is great. All right. Ready? Here we go. Stellan Gills. Stellan is an optimistic Stella! and well-respected Jedi master. Stellan came through the order with Avar Chris. Right? She's the leader. And although they are often on different assignments for the Jedi or the Republic, when the two work together, they are a powerhouse team of two noble heroes in action. Strong in the Force and a natural te teacher, Stalin is currently stationed at one of the Jedi Temple outposts on the distant planet of Karagan Wiener. Now, Wiener? Karagan Wiener. Yeah. <laughs> um, Surprisingly, they don't mention Stellan's gender in that whole thing. Probably because he's a male. <laughs> Odd. Odd on that one. I mean, I just realized that. I'm just saying. Like, I emphasize the gender to, to, so that everyone knows okay. because I'm reading it. So is that know. all the characters? Nope. We oh, have okay. we have Vern. Vern is a newly minted Jedi Knight. His name is Vern? It is Vern. Oh, yeah, Vern. Vern. Come on, Vernestra. You can't have a Vern. In Vern Star for Wars. short. Yeah. Um, Vernestra. Makes me think of like Ernest. Ernest P. World. I know. What does he always say? What's up, Vern? Yeah, Vern. Hey, Vern. Uh, Vernestra Mirilion was Padawan <clears throat> to Stellan Gios. That's the dude that we just talked about, even though he's unidentified as a dude. She works hard. Oh, there we go again. Huh, Vern's a girl? No, no. Vern is a girl. <laughs> yes, Vern is a girl. She works hard and is devoted to the Jedi Order, most, uh, more so than most others her age. At, at 16, she is one of the youngest knights in a generation. She struggles to fit in with the adults while also setting a good example for the younger Jedi. Isn't that odd? They didn't mention any he's... Well, for the one, the one male he dude. said because he said himself. Oh, the other one. Yeah. yeah. Well, the one dude they they gave us some male stuff. That's because yeah. he was the Twi'lek. Okay. Is that it? That's that is the main uh, Jedi. So in you the said Jedi you were going to go Republic. somewhere. With, what was your? No, I'm introducing you to the new Jedi in the High Republic. The going with their part is the fact that it's odd that there are, I think. Four. There's six characters. Four of them are female. And that's all I'm going to say about the matter. That's very cool that they decided to do that because it's been a long time <laughs> oh, yeah, since that. I've seen a Star Wars film where there's not a lead uh, female character. So that's cool. Very. I'm, I'm happy about that. Because, you know, Ray was 
Ray, and then there was Jin Urso. So. Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars confirms Palpatine was a clone in the Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker came out a solid, a solid, like seven and a half months ago. At the time that I watched it, this is where I'm going to get you involved in the conversation. I expect some back and forth. You ready? Yeah. Did you think that Palpatine was a clone? <clears throat> coming out of the this movie. This is old news. Coming, I know it's old news, but we haven't movie, talked about it. Coming out of the movie after I'd been seen it, um, no, I didn't think I thought it was Palpatine. I didn't think it was a clone. And I haven't even heard this until you brought it up. You haven't? No. That's surprising. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, yeah. The novelization of Star Wars, and again, this is, yeah, this is old news. The novelization of Star Wars The Rise, but I, I felt it was worth bringing up because it's, I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, Why make him a let's clone? Let's okay, let's go through, maybe we'll go through it and then, and then you wrong. can. Maybe it's I don't, not right. Maybe it's not correct. We shouldn't be doing a Star Wars podcast if you don't know that it's confirmed that Palpatine was a clone. There's a lot of things that we don't know. About Star Wars, there's a lot of and things yet that we you don't know. To do. Well, well no, I'm not. I'm on. not talking like about like you. you don't. Okay, you don't. We will have the next time we have a guest host. The next time when was the first? The time? first time we have a guest host, that host job will be to identify questions. Put a trivia together. Yes. Star Wars yeah. related questions. No favoritism because this guest no, host will random. likely like completely you more random. than me because everyone random. likes you more than this me. This is true. The novelization of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker confirms. Okay? Confirms. Palpatine was a clone. The Disney era Star Wars has frequently used novelizations to uh, to tie up loose ends from the films themselves. In the case of Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, the film had the film had a startling number of plot holes that writer Ray Cars- Carson will surely be hoping to navigate. Okay, here we go. The novelization. Talking about the novelization, the book does indeed confirm that the Emperor's spirit has been transferred into a clone body when Kylo Ren arrives on Exegol and encounters Palpatine, he looks closely at the machinery the Emperor is physically attached to and recognizes it from his studies of the Clone Wars. He then deduces Palpatine's dark side spirit is too strong for the clone body and is causing serious degeneration to it. And this this is an expert from the novelization. From Kylo's point of view, all the vials were empty of liquid save one, which was nearly depleted. Kylo peered closer. He'd seen this apparatus before, too, when he studied the Clone Wars as a boy. The liquid flowing into the living nightmare before him was fighting a losing battle to sustain the Emperor's putrid flesh. What could you give me? Kylo asked. Emperor Palpatine lived after a fashion, and Kylo could feel in his very bones that this clone body sheltered the Emperor's actual spirit. 
It was an imperfect vessel, though unable to contain his immense power, it couldn't last much longer. I'm not done yet. There are striking similarities between Palpatine's canon resurrection and his return in the old expanded universe. This is what I was talking about earlier. Like Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker, Tom Vick's Dark Empire miniseries saw Palpatine return. This is le uh, uh, legend stuff. Saw Palpatine return, his spirit migrating to a clone body, and he constructed a vast army that incorporated sophisticated superweapons. This is all legend stuff. George Lucas loved Dark Empire. He considered it the closest thing to his idea of a sequel trilogy and gave copies to Lucasfilm employees as a Christmas present. Christmas present. The key difference, however, is that in Dark Empire, the clone body was actually able to contain the Emperor's spirit. Exposure, I was expecting to jump in there and go like, a, oh, exposure to the dark side of the force has always pronounced, has always had a pronounced effect on a physical body, causing an advanced form of decay. That's why many Sith Lords appear cadaverous, because the stronger they become in the dark side, the more notable its effects. Palpatine is the greatest of all the Sith, and it makes perfect sense that no mere clone body could contain, contain his essence. So, I mean, I think that's all confirmed. That's from February 29th this year. So, how did his essence get in the clone? I think it's... Oh, I think it was all set up before. Like, he had it planned out. When he died, it went in the clone. I don't know, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm just... I, I read it. you what I read, and there was, a, there was a handful it, of confirmed like statements natural, in that. It's the natural question. We'll have to look it up. If you know... Go to our Facebook okay, page. Okay, but back to the question. If you hey, if you know how his essence got into the clone, go to our Facebook page and please, and let Chad. Us know. You know more people listen than just Chad. I know, but Chad's the one who generally gets involved, which this we appreciate, and he knows more than all of us combined. Because Chad true. manages yeah. his time well, and somehow finds a way to be a great dad, be a great husband. And still read like five Star Wars books a week. And the Bible. Yeah. Good for Chad. He reads a so, lot of Bible. That's good. Um, wait, what? He reads a lot of the Bible. Bible. Explain Bible. To me. Got it. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting because we haven't talked about that. And it's, it's, again, it's the opposite of what we thought when we watched the movie. Right? Like we sure, thought yeah, he just I survived. Didn't, I, didn't I brought think, yeah, up I the whole. It was him and somehow I brought he up the whole. And, and I thought the stuff was keeping him alive, and, you know. Yeah, it was interesting. Right. No, I agree. It is. Um, okay, did you know that there's going to be a Clone Wars, possibly, right, rumored? No. To be a Clone Wars spinoff series Bad focused. Batch. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think about that? Uh, I like the Bad Batch. They were okay. It wasn't the most original idea ever, yeah. but I, I thought it worked. It worked for me. I love, I always love stuff when there's a team thing, kind of like the X-Men was my favorite Marvel stuff. I love the X-Men. There was a team, and they each had their own special ability, right? They each had their own special kind of character, their own personality. And the, the Bad Batch, those like three episodes with them in Season 7 of Clone Wars did that. They each had their own special ability. They each kind of had their own personality. And it was 
way better than the two or three episodes before that, which was centered around Ahsoka. Well, what's and interesting, I don't know if you know lover. this, but the um, f- from what I understand, the 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 last you know the season seven of, of Clone Wars, and much like the rest of the Clone Wars series, they don't appear in order. Did you know that? There's, I feel like I did, and I, I don't have it with me. But this this the last ones that came out, just like the others, are not in order, which is frustrating to me. As I watched that, I thought it was in order, right? Because it just kind of seemed like it. And but no, it was not in order. And they said, I, I guess one of the possible reasons, from what I've heard, is the the pacing. They kind of reordered due to the pacing. But then I started to think, like, okay, well. Why don't you just fix the pacing then and keep it in order? That stuff drives me nuts. Keep the story in order. You do realize that, like, Star Wars is known to not be in order. Right? <laughs> I know the whole... S- I know the, all the, the main okay. stuff but is I get not it. in order. But it does go at least, you know, uh four, At least it's five, the same six, characters, yeah. You know, you got, yeah, but I don't know. Anyway, I don't know if you knew that or not. I didn't, but it makes sense because I kind of lost track of some things as I was watching it. Well, that's yeah, makes yeah. I agree. I think you did. <laughs> you know, there's Go just ahead, no need for you to be the way that you are. Just, do you got something I, I, else? I, the only thing I have is uh, I'm again I'm going back to the new the High Republic thing. Oh, okay? okay, because while, while I've introduced you, Brian, and you, our listeners, to the uh, characters, I'm going to give you just a glimpse of what we should expect in the new High Republic. I mean, come on. This is the only thing happening right now. There's nothing else happening. There's Mandal- nothing else getting released. in October. Yeah, this book, okay. When's the book what come month out? is it, when's Brian? When's the book come out? It's out! Oh, it's... <laughs> I mean... No, it's not, is this, it? This, I is, know this what, is what I'm going to read. The first what chapter, I'm going to read is the... The prologue? Yes. And I know the first chapter came out. Right. But so the can entire I, can book I, is out? No, yeah, but... I don't think it is. I don't more, think it comes out till okay, January. Okay, sorry, is the first 30 seconds of Mandalorian Season 2 Episode 1 out? I don't think it comes out till January. Can, this is a Star Wars podcast. Can I not give something Star Wars related that's currently been released, even though it's in book form? No, it's fine. I already know, like the ship crashes or something. Man, that's deep. Way to really <laughs> explain it to our audience. It is the time of the High Republic, a peaceful union of like-minded worlds like. where all voices are heard. Yeah, here <laughs> here we go. <laughs> and governance. Wait, 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 God. You're so up on this thing, and you can already tell where this is going, but go ahead. And governance is achieved through consensus, not coercion or fear. It is a time of ambition of culture, wait for it, of inclusion, (laughs) of great works. Visionary Chancellor Lena So, another woman, leads the Republic from the elegant city world of Coruscant, located near the bright center of the galactic core. But beyond the core and its many peaceful colonies, I'm never going to be able to run for president because this podcast is going to be online. But beyond the core and its many peaceful colonies, there is the rim, dash inner, mid, and finally... At the border of what is known, the Outer Rim, these worlds are filled with opportunity for those brave enough to travel. The few well-mapped hyperspace lanes leading to them through 
leading to them, though there is danger as well. The outer realm is a haven for anyone seeking to escape the laws of the Republic and is filled with predators of every type. This kind of goes back to what you were talking about, about the yeah. uncharted uh, uh, hyperspace lanes and so forth. Chancellor So has pledged to bring the outer rim worlds into the embrace of the Republic through ambitious outreach programs such as the Starlight Beacon. Order and justice are maintained on the galactic frontier by Jedi Knights, guardians of peace who have mastered incredible abilities stemming from a mysterious energy field known as the Force. The Jedi work closely with the Republic and have agreed to establish outposts in the Outer Rim to help any who might require aid. So this is almost like the Jedi and the Republic are kind of teaming up. Right? Am I... What, what did you hear anything I just said? Yeah. What do you think about? It seems like this is a the a new relationship forming between the Jedi and the Republic to me. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Oh, very. And they're, thanks and they're, so much for they're your bringing uh, the galaxy into one Republic. The Jedi of the frontier can be the only resource for people with nowhere else to turn. Uh, though the outposts operate independently and without direct assistance from the Great Jedi Temple on Coruscant, they act as an effective deterrent to those who would do evil in the dark. Few can stand against the Jedi of the, the few can stand against the Knights of the Jedi Order, but there are always those who will try. So that's um that's interesting to me. That is interesting. Um, I, I would like to see, again, for me, I, you know, I, I'd like to see something other than books and comics on this. This is this this time frame sounds interesting to me. Reading that makes it sound more interesting. It it, it almost sounds like it's um the Jedi. And again, I'm reading into this probably a bit, but it almost sounds like the Jedi Order was somewhat of a standalone thing, right? And the Republic and the Jedi Order are kind of coming together at the beginning of this time frame, is what it sounded like to me as I read that. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. All right, let's go into some video games. Aw, oh, what? You got something, you got something else to talk I about? I don't, but... But this is news. This is, we haven't had a game since we had um, uh, Fallen, uh, what's it called? I played it and it was great. Yeah, with the redheaded kid. Fallen Jedi? I don't think that's it. <laughs> it's not it. No. Jedi Fallen Order. Jedi Fallen Order. I never even played the crap. I played it and I, I played the whole thing. It was great. It was you excellent. Beat it? I did. On easy? I did. <laughs> <laughs> but it was great. The story was, was really well done. Um, but. Uh, so, so the latest things to come out. This one's this one's a reboot. Uh, I guess would be a re-release, maybe. Star Wars Episode One uh, Pod Racer. I've heard of this one. Well, it's actually Star Wars Episode One Racer, uh, but it's basically the Pod Racer game from back back in the day. It's out on uh, PlayStation Four, Nintendo Switch. It's only fifteen dollars, fourteen ninety nine. Why is it so cheap? Because That's cheaper it's a, it's than I used to play game. for video games. Oh. It's an old game. It's just oh. a but it's, it's cool, though. I mean, if you're into that, you can go and play that on Switch or PlayStation 4, not Xbox. All right. But then the big one, the big cojona, is uh, Star Wars Squadrons. Have you seen any of that? Did you see the... I've seen it on Facebook. Facebook. It, I, I, you know, I follow Star Wars stuff, so I see, you know, I just keep scrolling. Did you play... Because I don't uh, play video well, games. Well, did you, did you play um, 
uh, Rogue Squadron on N64 when you were a kid? No. Or teenager? No. No? You know what I played? I played Episode 1 Phantom Menace on my PlayStation. PlayStation. That's lame. No, it was really cool. Rogue Squadron is one of the best games ever. Does it have anything to do with Rogue One? No, it was back in like the 90s. Pretty sure the Rogue One characters were around in the 90s because it happened before Episode 4 New Hope. What are you talking about? Rogue Squadron, you played, you went and played some of the classic battles and things like that. Yeah, I played two Star Wars games. Shall I explain it to you? No, I really don't want to know. But so there was the Mortal Kombat one. (laughs) So Star Wars Squadrons, um, it's coming out, and uh, yeah, and they've released a trailer and they've released um, uh, a little bit of the gameplay. But basically, it's all flying games. So if you don't like flying games, it's not for you. But there's a little bit of a story mode. um, But then I guess the main gist of the game is to be you know uh, to play online with uh, a bunch of other people. Which you know in I'm a not, flying game that's yeah that's, so it's like I guess it's kind of like five on five and to be honest with you like that I'm not very good I like to play that kind of stuff but I'm not very good at it and so it's a little intimidating for me to get online and embarrass myself or or destroy whoever I'm playing with their team my team's uh, chances at winning um, so. I'll still check it out, but I don't know if I'm super excited. But it is it is something new that's coming out, and uh, you know the big thing is um, they they apparently they it was leaked that this was coming out like there, an image came out or something like that, and um, and so they had to address it because it leaked. But I, I don't think it really leaked. Come on, like this broke before they wanted it to. I don't think so. I think that's a thing now. Based oh, around the video game? I think, no, I'm, yeah. The Do you think there's like publicists that say... I'm thinking that they this like is a thing. Go they go, oh no, look, this leaked. Oh, now we have to talk about it. Now we have to release a thing. I think right. they say, oh look, this just to build hype, right. right? I'm not saying just this. I'm saying things in oh, general. Oh yeah, no, I agree with that. Oh look, this leaked, quote unquote. Right. And it's not really a leak. This is all planned stuff. And do you think that they, in general, come out and then deny all this stuff, but the the teaser is still there in everyone's belly? Yeah, well, this was like a picture or something that came out that was the leak, and so because of that, or or maybe they did leak some some video or something. But again, I I, again, I think it's all planned. It's all planned. Yeah, I mean, it's it builds hype. It builds hype than than just having a a release of a. Well, I mean, you got to think though. It is in 2020, which is just a garbage year, by the way. Yeah. In 2020, you have to think that people are so addicted to their stupid cell phones that it would take them a matter of seconds to go, poof, release something important. So, I mean, the access to getting stuff out there is so easy that it is kind of believable that stuff would leak pretty quickly. I guess it's believable, but I guess to me, I I don't think a lot of that's a true leak. I think it's on could purpose. Be. It, I could think it's on purpose. it could be. It could be. I could see that as well. My opinion. Yeah. Well, your op- right. your opinion is the only one that I trust. We ready to wrap this thing up? Yeah. We're. I'm going to end with some positive news because okay. you have been just. You I know, mean, you've hated on women the entire episode. No, 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 so. no, 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 no. Couldn't be farther from the truth. Uh, uh, I just wanted to emphasize a few things that 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 they wanted me to emphasize clearly. This is what they wanted me to emphasize. Otherwise, they wouldn't have put those pronouns every single sentence. 
I like characters. I don't care what your gender is. Be a character. Be an intriguing character. Be strong in the force. Be entertaining. Leia was an entertaining character. Jyn Erso was a fairly entertaining character, although not, in my opinion, the most best-delivered character by the actress. Extremely entertaining character. Ray, I liked her better than Poe. She grew on me. Yeah. Rose Tico. Oh, I... <laughs> wow. Yeah, Rose was not a great character. No, but that's not because Rose was a female. It was, a, it was an Rose annoying was character. Not. Here's the cool and thing it about served me. served no purpose. Not at all. Not at all. But you're right. I, I'm going to... I'll be... This will be my last time in the Star Wars Rant podcast, obviously. Yeah. No. Um... Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about it. Yeah, that. I know, right? I'm so excited about this. Guess who's directing that? Did you know? Deborah Chow. We just yeah, talked I know, about right? this. Yeah, I She's Deborah, she, Chow. We just talked about I this understand at the beginning that, of the podcast. But I didn't get to do my... You just said, did you know? Star Wars The Mandalorian director, Deborah Chow, executive producer and di- director on the Obi-Wan, untitled Obi-Wan series starring Ewan McGregor, confirms the live-action series remains in development. At Disney Plus, the six-episode series set between the events of Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith and Star Wars Episode Four: A New Hope, as it follows an exiled Kenobi on the desert planet Tatooine, where he serves as the secret guardian of future Jedi Luke Skywalker. I have a hard time seeing him as the secret guardian was once feared canceled following a late January report. The project was on pause indefinitely. We talked about this in the podcast, so we're clearing some stuff up now, folks. It was, at some point, on pause indefinitely. Chow updated the series while appearing on a pre-recorded Mandalorian panel and during a live stream of this year's virtual ATX Festival, whatever the heck that is, after fellow Mandalorian director Taiki Wadi joked he was all finished with his recently announced Star Wars feature film. Chow said of Obi-Wan, we have a little more to do than that, but we're in development. So, we're still going. No news, not really, but the no news is better than it shut down news. There hasn't been a whole lot of stuff, I'll be honest with you, Brian, that I'm excited about. Oh, well, I'm excited about all of it. Amen. But I am extremely excited about Obi-Wan. Extremely excited about Obi-Wan. And Deborah Chow doing it, holy butt. She did a fantastic job on those uh, Mandalorian episodes that we like so much. All right. Are you done now? I'm done. All right. Hey, thanks for joining us. We're back again after a little bit of a break. Sorry about Uh, that. We'll be back again uh, in another week from this episode. And, uh, you know, I don't know what we're going to talk about. I don't know if we're going to jump back into uh, top ten moments or if we're just going to continue with news. Or I think I would like to talk about Clone Wars Season 7. We haven't done that. We haven't. It's a lot to talk about. It is. Okay. It was fantastic, though. It was very good. good. It was good. Maybe maybe we can talk about the right order to watch it. (laughs) We could, yeah. All right. Thanks for joining us. Be safe and be kind. Be kind.